0: Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, y'all? It's your girl Bella, and welcome to Bella Talks. On this show, we're really just going to be talking about empowerment, breaking stigmas, healing, and being self-aware, becoming self-aware. So today is special. Am I yelling? Today is special because I have. My best friend here, hmm. Jared Bobo, Jones. <laughs> Jared Bobo Jones. Everybody, everybody, Jared give a clap. Bobo Jones. <laughs> oh, you funny! Cue the applause. Okay, the applause. Tell, tell everybody about yourself, Jared.
1: Um, hello, I'm Bobo. Uh, I'm chill. <laughs> I've been knowing her since high school. We go way back. Sophomore, yeah. I'm just a very chill, downer person. Sometimes I'll be a
0: little extra. He's an Aquarius moon, so y'all already know what that means. Wow. Detached.
1: I'm okay. a Taurus sun, though, so I'm grounded. Ooh, even
0: worse. Ooh. All my Tauruses, please, don't kill me. Anyway, so for today... Toxic relationships. Toxic relationships, which is something I feel like needs to be talked about more often. I know we hear about it. We see memes about it. We share them, but it's like, do we really practice... What we read, or we just sharing it because it sounds good. Because we all know people who are still in toxic relationships, who entertain the toxic relationships, who romanticize the toxic relationships. We want to know, we we know our self-worth. But honestly, deep, deep, deep down inside, you know what shows us what we really know? Patterns! Hello! So we're going to talk about it. We're going to start with talking about what a toxic relationship is. Because let's, let's figure out where some of you guys where you guys are. So do you wanna start off with
1: Well, um uh, <clears throat> I like to keep everything simple. So to me just to talk a relationship is anything that's contributing to like unhealthy learning and it's prohibiting you from growing efficiently through life. So anything that's prohibiting you from doing that is toxic to me.
0: Facts. Yeah. I like to think the same. My thing is like when you feel drained and exhausted, when you feel like you're constantly being disrespected. You have to, like, teach this person, like, hey, this is how you're supposed to talk to me. This is how you're supposed to treat me. You're not supposed to be doing this to me. To me, that's toxic. Like, if you have to tell somebody how to show you basic human decency, how to not call you out your name, giving you time, not using you, cheating, all that stuff, you have to explain these things to people. Like, that's toxic to me. You shouldn't have to explain that to someone who actually values you, right? So, let's see. So, cheating, obviously, that's toxic. Why do we want to be with somebody who does not value not only me but themselves? You're cheating, exposing yourself to all these people, that's nasty. (laughs) It is. Like, no. And then people who brag about, like, cheating with other people, like, that's not cute either. Another thing is controlling. Now, I feel like in this sense, like, a lot of people have... And I'm not trying to make an excuse for it. I'm just saying a lot of people tend to be controlling because they feel like that's the only thing they have control of. Doesn't make it right at all. When you find yourself when in a you relationship, say, what?
1: When you say that's the only thing they have control of, you're talking but, about the relationship?
0: No, like maybe growing up, they didn't have control over like when they got to do things. Hanging out with friends or being able to communicate things like maybe they were told like no you can't communicate this this is how you dress this is this is how you do that so when they get older in relationships they find that they find themselves controlling the other person it doesn't make it okay but
1: it's a mitigating factor that led to that that
0: led, led to you. that right you shouldn't want to control anybody you should only want to control your life and the things that are happening in your life if you feel like anybody you're dating isn't doesn't align with your apparel or your style, or anything, you shouldn't want to control them.
1: What about the uh, the people who wants to be controlled, or want somebody to be assertive, or wanting somebody to take charge, because those type of um, things will leads to being in a controlling relationship, you're putting yourself out there to be a prime target for controlling individuals by wanting mm-hmm. people to be assertive. So you are easy prey for narcissists. Oh, you want to assert, I got you. Right. So it's like, at the same time where nobody... It shouldn't. You shouldn't uh, be um, controlling people. But at the same time, some people long for that, and you have to get into the understanding of why people long for people to be so assertive and controlling about their everyday lives.
0: Right. But this is why we're having this uh, show today because we want to help those understand that you may feel like being in a relationship with a man or a woman who is controlling makes you feel like you have some sort of foundation. Maybe you feel more organized. Maybe you feel more secure having somebody who just leads the way. But just know there's a difference between having somebody in your life who is a leader, who has your best interests, who respects you, who values you, and then somebody who literally just wants to control you because it makes them feel good. Like being able to say, you, can, you can't you can do that. This is how you dress. This is what you're supposed to do. Be here at nine. Respond to my text messages. Respond to my calls. That's not Okay. You think like who they talking to but you do it anyway because like it's that trauma, that trauma based thinking that is controlling the aspect of self-awareness. Having self- some sort of self-awareness, you know? Does yeah. that make sense?
1: Yeah, I can um even give an example of. Okay. My toxic behavior in terms of controlling, right? Okay. So, and like you said, it is a trauma response. So, I'm remember- very
0: mature of you. <laughs> Nah,
1: but um, it was uh, one time when I was in my relationship, uh, my partner. We had plans for the whole day, Mm -hmm. Um, and my partner uh, went out early in the morning with some friends, and uh, they came. When I met up with my partner, she was drunk, (laughs) and I'm like, I was so blue because I'm like, we got plans the rest of the day. You lit off your ass. It's like how we feeling like function throughout the day and everything. So because of my past traumas of my father being an addict um and my whole fear around the whole thing with drugs and alcohol cuz as you know I ain't doing a lot of that stuff until I was super old mm, yeah. <laughs> so because of my fear around that and because uh at the time I think she was 20 or 21 mm-hmm. I, I forget uh I was like yeah you can you can't drink for like 3 months so I know you don't got a problem yeah. and like and that was me projecting my insecurities and my past on trauma on right. her mm-hmm. and things like that so I could definitely I can definitely understand and empathize how people are developing these trauma responses, but at the same time, it's like you have to do that um, internal work to, like, hear from that, to move past that. Yeah. Uh, It's hard to do that while you're in a situation. It's hard to do anything while you're in the midst of it. Like, when Mm -hmm. you're in the midst of the storm, it's hard to really understand what you're supposed to do, understand that you are repeating these cycles, like, because... Like, you're just focusing on, well, I hope you're just focused on surviving it, right? Because mm-hmm. if, if you put all your efforts to surviving it, then once you get past that, then you can look back and reflect and see, damn, I did this, damn, this is the same situation I was in three years ago. Right. And that's when I think the maturity you was talking about, the maturity comes from when you actually start to analyze your mistakes and mm-hmm. learn from it and grow from it versus repeating the same cycle over and over again.
0: Facts. Woo. Big facts. Big facts. Okay, sure. <laughs> So, okay, we listed some things that are toxic behaviors. Anything any other traits or things you can think of?
1: Um, even people can look at things as like too much of, like too much quality time is a toxic it could become toxic. Like you become too clingy. Right? It's like um yeah, in the stage of the relationship, the honeymoon phase you want to spend all that time with the partner, but now we are yeah, and it's like now we can't be separated. Like, Mm. now it's not us living two separate lives, combining our lives together. We're just living one life. But it's one life, like, out of force instead of just, like, us blending in together. So Mm. even when you talk about toxic, yes, it's a negative trace, but too much of anything is is bad.
0: Okay. So you're saying it could become toxic just because, like, you guys haven't had your own sense of identity where you can separate and do your own thing. It's like, no, like, I'm upset because we're not spending all of our time together.
1: Yeah. You become, you form an unhealthier attachment.
0: Right. Codependency. Yeah, facts. Okay. All right. i I, I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. I A E I O U. (laughs)
1: You've been practicing that?
0: First of all, don't hate it. First
1: note sounding good. I ain't gonna lie. Okay, you you hear the vocals? Okay, focus. First
0: note. Focus on me. Okay. Seriously, (laughs) last time, I'm for real. That's a jam though It is. Toxic relationships. So, moving forward, what we're going to talk about mainly is like how toxic relationships are continued. Like, how do they form? I am a true believer that toxic relationships, they begin to form in your household. So, if you grow up in a household and your parents aren't showing you, hey, when a guy does this, that's unhealthy. When a guy does this, that's healthy. When a man values you, you know, or at the same time, like practice self love, you know, knowing your worth, know who you are, and then you will align yourself with a man who knows his worth, knows his value as well, who practices self love as well. And when you meet this man, this is how you may feel, things like that. It's just a lot of toxicity because a lot of our parents weren't taught that either. So it's like just a continuous pattern of, one parent households or toxic families people not holding themselves accountable examples of a healthy relationships we look at our grandparents and we're like oh okay but there's not a direct example from the people who've raised us the people who have birthed us showing us so then when we get older no, yeah.
1: it's not a, it's not a direct example of the lived experience right it's like when you were talking about like toxic relationship forming <clears throat> But re- reality Like in the household It's like That's when we learn Those toxic behavior traits Right And that's how we rationalize it um, In terms of um, People who are Grew up in households That are abusive mm-hmm. A lot of men Seeing fathers Or uncles Or brothers Being abusive And talking uh, abusively To women is mm-hmm. like uh, as a kid, you you see the anger. You you know they recognize emotion the cues quick, so they they see all the negative traits. But at the same time, growing up in that environment, it would it would teach you how to rationalize it. So therefore, yep. Therefore, when you go off and do the behavior, uh, it's, it's it's justified.
0: You right. You're like, oh, the, I've seen this before. It's normal. You just got to get through this rough patch and keep going. And move exactly. Forward.
1: And and to the other punch you were saying of how, like, um, we don't see enough. And then it's like, even if you do come from, you know, a healthy environment, a healthy household, uh, have good positive reinforcement, things like that, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be able to have positive relationships, because at the end of the day, it comes down to influence, too. Mm -hmm. Because back in our day, of course, like, Back in our day. I'm old as hell. Back in, back in my day. <laughs> but back when we was <laughs> kids, like, I think our parents had um, a direct influence on how we was brought up and things like that and how we was conditioned and all that type of stuff for good and bad. Mm-hmm. But I think more so now is different because of social media. Yeah. So now you have literally the Internet raising kids and the kids are abandoning their um, foundation of thinking, their foundation of training on good and bad. From home, based off social media. Mm-hmm. So it's a good thing you have the, uh, from a person who's in a negative environment, you have the positive coming in, but you also a bad thing we have somebody that's in a positive environment, a yeah, strict environment, in. a discipline environment. Now you have these things, these negative things coming in that you see as something fitting and something inspiring or something exciting that you just wanna do. Right. And that's like the whole uh, generation, like now, everybody wanna be like Cheek Keith. You got kids in Beverly, you got kids all over the world that never had to lived a lifestyle, never been in those type of situations, but those are the type of things they long for now because right. it's an exciting lifestyle. Right. So it's like, it all depends on the influence. So it's not even just about the household nowadays. It's more so who has the greater influence over that person within a certain amount of
0: space. I just think that mm-hmm. like, when I say like the household, I'm saying like Mother, father. That direct,
1: yeah, no, for, like, sure, for con- sure, for and sure. the
0: constant repeating of it every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that cycle, yeah, right. It's like I always say: like you spend majority <clears throat> of your lifetime hearing "you stupid, you stupid, you stupid." You get older, think, "Damn, am stupid. I stupid? Oh God!" You know, God. <laughs> like, "Am I stupid?" Or, but you hear somebody telling you every day when you wake up, "You're beautiful, you're smart, you're worthy, you're you you know all these things." Every day when you get older and you come in contact with people who the love seems, like, draining or is toxic, you start to think, like, this isn't the love I was shown growing up. Why would I accept this? It's like being in touch. I'll give you an example. Growing up, I didn't feel like I always got the positive reinforcement of, like, my talents, right? So because I didn't hear that, like, the things I felt like I should have heard or things that would have helped me just become more secure within myself as a child and then growing into an adult... When I get in relationships and I'm working on these projects and I'm showing my partner, and they're not giving me the, the feedback I want. It's like, well, I guess I'm not talented because my partner is not excited about it. This, this. And it's like I'm getting the same. You have more of a chance of downplaying yourself exactly how you did as a child because of what you receive, opposed to not getting affected by it. Because it's like, oh, it's cool, you know. I feel more affirmed within myself because I've heard more positive things than negative. No, if that makes sense. I agree sense. with that.
1: Yeah, I, that's, I really believe in, like, whooping kids, like,
0: I don't. I don't like I'll be throwing the kids, shit them, I think about it, like, like <laughs> you need your you need your ass beat, but yeah, I, I personally because like
1: I, I do succumb to uh, subscribe to the belief of like teaching through positive regard, mm-hmm. right? So everything I try to do is like even when I discipline a whole um, my little cousins or anybody accountable, it's like it's through like positive reinforcement, like mm-hmm. and basically I just ask some questions about said behavior because at the end of the day, well, if they're around me, they have a decent understanding like right from wrong. Right. so if my little cousin like him doing something I'm like why do you think I'm talking to you right now
0: All Right.
1: because I did this mm-hmm. do you think you should have done that no why not because of this and this mm-hmm. what you gonna do next time next time I'm not gonna that's how I do it to it like I don't like to why the fuck is you that's that's how I was raised yeah, Mama you, be, you be scared
0: to even talk you be like nah I can't,
1: oh, I, can't yeah. I can't tell him that's another thing I hate now it's like Uh, in terms of like you were saying um, in a relationship everything starts in the household I do agree with that right Mm -hmm. so even when you talk about people that come from these positive uh, environments and things like that Mm -hmm. however like if you're not allowed to speak if you're Mm -hmm. not allowed to voice your concerns or express your thoughts when you come from that and still end up in a negative situation you're still gonna be like abuse or manipulated, or whatever, because you don't even have a voice because you are never taught to use your voice. Mm-hmm. You don't have uh, confidence or security in using your voice. So it's it's, it's a lot of different like factors that weighs into like how people think and behave and the shit they understand. It.
0: But is it even a positive environment if you can't speak?
1: But it depends. So something like okay, put it like this: if you come from a, like a military household, like mm-hmm. ain't no talking back, pig. But it's like, but, but that's
0: not a positive but environment. It, but dude. it depends
1: on the individual. A lot of people are sending their kids to military school and all that type of stuff, and like you don't have no say, so you have no freedom of expression and all that. You have to have a certain haircut, like so. It depends to the individual. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you have purple hair right now. Like it's, I mean, it's blue. Blue. It's blue. My bad. My bad. It's my blue, bad. It's blue. Okay. All right? Yeah, right. blue hair but if you coming up in like a very militant like you don't have you don't have the freedom to express yourself that way mm-hmm. so but in another sense people say well um, young black woman, young black men they need that structure they need that discipline that's a mm-hmm. good environment but at the same time if you're an artist you're this person that's free thinking it might not be a good environment for you Yeah. so that's why I like I look at everything of course I I, I have some type of judgment but it's, the nuances of things are very different by like case by case that's why I try not to generalize a lot yeah, but it's, it's but it's just,
0: like thinking coming from a just a place of like we know that's not a you know what maybe not um I won't say not positive it's not a healthy because it's not healthy to not be able to communicate yeah it's not
1: fully healthy okay. sure. So.
0: Yeah. so
1: yeah I yeah, get it I, I, I get what you're saying too. all
0: right cool so okay let's talk about our experiences in toxic relationships and when you found and when you shit <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to go first. So I'm going to give you guys an example of like toxic relationships, accountability and things like that. So for me, I realized in my relationship, I had a pattern of just dating certain types of men, a certain type of man, like people who really didn't have like a sense of like self, like a sense of self-awareness that they were being mistreated as well. So, I felt like I mistreated had to be about you? no mistreated in their oh,
1: okay, home everyone. like in
0: their families and okay. things I always they will always tell me like, "Oh, like I don't feel like I can voice my opinions or stuff like that." So, I felt like I had to be a healer, like I had to help these men heal, which is another thing that women need to stop doing. We need to stop thinking we can heal men from you know broken homes from not being raised um, in a healthy environment or understanding themselves that's not our job that is I'll their job that. you what
1: I challenge that
0: I'll challenge that I'm okay not, why
1: I'm not saying it's not a woman's job to do that but if this is a person that you're in a partnership with right
0: mm-hmm.
1: like if that's your partner that's what you care about we all have our growth area. We all have areas of growth. We all have our skill sets, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have more skill set or more balance in certain aspect, I do think you should lend that experience and that expertise to your partner, period.
0: Okay, but when that's you- different. That's, diff- that's a whole different thing than being like, oh, something's wrong with him, I got to fix it. Oh, you need money all the time, I got to give you that money. Oh, you need my car all the time, I got to give you my car. Like, you think you can heal this man (laughs) by giving him your all, your everything, and in return, you think he's going to... It's just like, you can't give all of yourself to somebody in return thinking, like, you're going to feel worthy. Like, you need to feel worthy within yourself. That was, I'm saying, that was my problem. I knew it was toxic when... There was no respect. Like, when there's no respect, if I, if you're calling me out my name and then I feel like I got to call you out your name because you call me out my name, that's toxic. Like, it shouldn't be a competition of who can disrespect who the most. Like, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a competition in general. I felt like in a lot of my relationships it was a competition. Like who can talk the most shit, who can be the most disrespectful. You're so stressful just listening to Just <laughs> <laughs> It was. Okay. And a lot of a lot of things in my past relationships, I was able to think about it is in toxic relationships, I just know from my experience that I realized that some people I was mirroring behavior. I was mirroring behavior. And I was allowing them to take me out. My character. I don't blame them for the things that I've done. I hold myself accountable for the things that I've done in my relationships, whether it was yelling, screaming, uh, stumping on toys when you know Toys? What type of toys? <laughs> stumping on toys on? that belong to them. Because I felt disrespected, called out my name, whatever the case Hold was. on, what
1: are you talking about? I need to get like, I'm not
0: going into that, but whoever, they know who they are. They you know say, why are you, what toys clearly, they are.
1: It can't be no toy.
0: Yes, they, yes,
1: toys. I don't think you value whatever it was. We
0: ain't speaking. It's probably Santa. a
1: collectible. I don't think it's an actual yeah, toy. whatever. <laughs> toy is the meaning of whatever you talk whatever
0: about. Whatever it's called, collectible. <laughs> <laughs> I stepped is. on it, okay? Purposely? <laughs> on purpose. Okay. By cool. accident. Okay. okay. So but I hold myself accountable on, purpose, account- by accident, on okay. purpose by accident because I felt bad afterwards. Um but I just learned that I had to build my self worth. I had to learn who the F I was. Like and we stop thinking. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I said
1: we can't curse.
0: We can, but I'm just. That's just me. Dang, can I do me?
1: I was just curious. My bad. I didn't mean to interrupt the flow. Go ahead. God, Go ahead.
0: that's the third time. Y'all see that? Can y'all can y'all do like a, a shot of every time he cut me off? Can we can do we one we of those. Please
1: do a shot of how that wasn't
0: Like, Anyways, I'm extra. I don't care. I'm You're a double Sagittarius. Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> she was y'all like, know about my like, astrology
1: that's what toxic people say i just i am
0: first of all i didn't say that you know what i'm done
1: <laughs> you gonna walk off your know? set <laughs> i'm just gonna say it like
0: no real talk i learned that i had to hold myself accountable i had to learn my self-worth and get myself together i had to unlearn some things not having patience a lot of stuff that i inherited from my ancestors from parents, things like that, that I felt like was normal, okay? Like, no, it's not okay. It's not okay to rush people because you ready. It's not okay to just think everybody's supposed to do things on your time. It's not okay. It was a lot of things, a lot of reality checks, and I'm grateful for some experiences. It's unfortunate I had to experience some people, but, I mean, I guess that's part Mm of the journey, right?
1: Everything happens for a reason. Everything
0: happens mm, sometimes.
1: No, no, everything got to
0: reason. No, everything. <laughs> your journey is. If your you ain't found the
1: reason behind it. You you ain't doing enough searching yet. Yeah. Not saying everything is like okay to happen. No, true. It, it's yeah. a reason behind in terms of It brings of you to the moment you're supposed to be yeah, at. Facts. Yeah. Bill's past and perspective. But if I'm diving into um some of my toxic relationships and not just in terms of and uh,
0: accountability.
1: Oh, I got accountability. <laughs> just do that hey, um, toxic relationships but not in terms of just romance but just in terms of period mm-hmm. and I felt like the way I was um, brought up is like can you say the household is very unhealthy like I didn't I formed a lot of unhealthy uh, relationships even um, unhealthy relationship within myself Mm-hmm. Right, you know, I'm definitely like you know Team Dark skin all day. But <laughs> growing up, Team Dark skin was not it. I swear it was not it. It's like I got teased about it. Like I was made fun of. Like girls didn't find me attractive. Mm-hmm. So uh, it it was crazy. It's like I like grew up in a Chris Brown B2K era. Like I hated that shit. didn't <laughs> care what is the light skin niggas? Mm-hmm. But at the same token, though, it's like. My father, who was a womanizer, like, that's how I thought of value of myself. is like, it's through, like, all right, the more women I fucked, like, the mm-hmm. more of a man I am. So, yeah. even though I'm ugly, I still fuck, though.
0: Like right. it, it was one that's of those things. That's such a to, bad way it, to think. It,
1: it is. But, I, like, the house, so right, I got yeah. that from the, the imagery of my father and the things right. I was exposed to there. It's just, like, the older man that was telling me this is how menhood is. Mm-hmm. So... Early on, like, I formed a lot of different, very toxic ways of thinking and behaving, um, even when it comes to, like, homophobia, uh, sexist, all of these type of things. So, when I got to the point around, like, 1920, because I wasn't in a relationship all through high school, <laughs> mm-hmm. when I got to the point of 1920, that's when I started to try to um, recondition my mind and learn all these toxic traits and things like that, and that's when I got into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And in my head, at this point, you know, arrogant a little bit. I was like, "I'm the perfect boyfriend. Like, I'm doing everything right." Woo at the bed. It was like, "Oh yeah, she fucked up because she mm-hmm. got all these insecurities, all these traumas, and all this type of stuff." Mind you, I do too, but I just didn't. I was still closed off at the time, mm-hmm. so I didn't do the um, I didn't do the work of healing the original wounds that I had or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't either. But the only thing is, like, I suppressed everything, and she like was absolutely open about everything. Mm-hmm. So in my head. I was a uh, perfect person in the relationship, and like shorty was just out here wild and toxic for like no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, hindsight, I do understand like all the things that uh went into her toxicity, um, and how she was behaving. I do realize my toxicity in terms of the relationship because, um, one, one of the examples is it's like she used to project her insecurities on me. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't never cheated, like, I was never that guy. For, Because, like, this is my first relationship, too. So, in my head, it's like, why would I be in a relationship with you if I just want to sleep with other women? Like, I did that my whole life. I would just keep doing that. But, so, now that I was in this relationship, uh, and uh, she had her past experience between, like, ex-lovers. The way, uh, I feel like the way she was valued and, like, abandonment issues growing up and stuff like that. That she used to project those um, insecurities on me. Saying Mm -hmm. like I'm on cheating, I'm talking to this girl who at the bed at the time I was working in education. Education primarily women. So I was talking to women a lot. And I do people tell me I got a flirtatious like, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? Characteristics or whatever? Mm-hmm. I don't think so because I talk to women the same way I talk to dudes, and I'm not flirting out with guys, I'm just funny, charismatic, whatever. But I guess when I do it to like women, it's like considered flirting. Mm-hmm. But she's always projecting her insecurities on me saying I'm cheating, things like that. So my head is like, You tripping? I'm, like, I ain't doing shit, so I'm like, I don't gotta do shit about that. I don't, mm-hmm. that's that's something for you to deal with, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that's your toxicness, like, you gotta fix up for yourself. But hindsight, I realized that like I had to do enough to make her feel secure, like, mm-hmm. even though those were her insecurities, even though that she all that past stuff like me as a partner, right? I was supposed to recognize that, and I did mm-hmm. recognize that. But I was, I could have helped build around that, right. kind of mm-hmm. like what I was saying too early. Like, yeah, I didn't have to; it's not my job, and I didn't do that in that relationship. I didn't do. I'm like, you figure that shit about yourself. Right. But I could have do something to make you more secure. Uh, I could have been um, less communicative, whatever. I could have been very transparent. I could have just not waved you off every time you go on a tangent or whatever, because I knew for a fact I, I was uh, not doing anything. But I didn't didn't do enough to secure you. Right. So. That's just one aspect of, like, in terms of the toxic relationships that I have. And I think the one of the most toxic relationships that I have is, like, my OG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another nigga with mommy issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for sure, like, that's really a toxic relationship. And it's crazy, though, because, like, that's one of my strongest relationships. You were talking about, like, trauma bonds and things yeah. like that. Like, I'm a mama's boy, but, like, we, we butt heads all the time and shit to us, too.
0: Mm-hmm. So, it's so it's, like... Like, stubbornness, stubbornness. Well... It is what it is. And
1: exactly, and it's mm-hmm. like and Then it's like I didn't ha- have regular like conver- like conversations or disputes with my OG. Like growing up, especially she a single mom, and I was definitely a terrible kid. Um, no, nah, I'm on un- terrible. I ain't gonna say I'm- Don't say yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not gonna say I was terrible, but I definitely was uh, mischievous and do- didn't do everything I was supposed to do as a mm-hmm. son or um, just as a young black male. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like when we are getting to it. Like I would stand firmer because at a certain point I started taking care of myself. Of course, she paid the bills, mm-hmm. kept the roof over my head, and all that type of stuff. But you know, as a kid, I'm young, you're dumb. It's like I bought my own shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I am my old clothes, my old school clothes. I don't right. you for no money no more. I'm working a little job, you know, doing some other stuff on the side. to get some bread or whatever. So my head, I'm growing. I'm taking care of myself and all this. Right. I got all these hundreds of, not hundreds of thousands, but hundreds and thousands of dollars coming in, things like mm-hmm. that. So when she, like, uh, tried to discipline me and hold me accountable, it's like, What? Like what you what you you're gonna take away my PlayStation two that I bought? Mm-hmm. Like what you gonna punish me? You never hear. You always work or sleep. So how are you gonna punish me? I'm an athlete, so I gotta go play sports. So it was like our, our relationship was really fract- uh, fractured. But that stem from her relationship with her mom. Right. So and mm-hmm. and for my mom, you know, my mom, OG is a non-nourishing person. Mm-hmm. So. I don't get hugs. I don't get told I loved you. I don't get told. None of those things. Like, feelings, like, those feelings are, like, unheard of in my family. It's like, boy, get the fuck off me. What you hugging me for? Like, really? Yeah. That's the reaction I get.
0: It's kind of uncomfortable, too, for you yeah, sometimes.
1: Yeah, because I'm an Aquarius Moon, right? Yeah. So we all know, like.
0: Uh, feelings. Yes. No, don't touch me.
1: So, but at the same time, I still feel deeply though. Right. Like, I'm also, you know, I'm empathic. So it's like mm-hmm. I, I'm a very, you know, nourishing, open person. And like, that's who I was in terms of my base personality. But because, you know, nurture versus nature. It wasn't nurtured. At the crib, mm-hmm. then the environment I grew up in, it's like, oh, I can't be like that. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't be ha ha funny like I'm with you when I'm right. out in the public. I That'd gotta be like me mug. I gotta yep. be serious and everything like that. People so ain't gonna, they
0: could try me or something like that. Facts
1: and niggas stay trying me for some reason. I must have goofy written across my forehead <laughs> or
0: something.
1: But uh, but yeah, so it's like I had to develop like kind of like a deck. Uh, what is it called, Jekyll Hyde type of thing? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. where, you know, when I'm with people I'm comfortable with, I could be emotional, I could be vulnerable, I could be la ha he he. but everybody else, I'm very closed off. I'm, like, emotionally napped. I intentionally close myself off and become numb. Mm. And I have to do that in order to survive. In yeah. order to do the things I did, in order to see the things I did, I have to, like lose a part of my humanity in you since now all that came from the things I saw at the house. All that came from my mom not nourish me mm-hmm. and things like that. Um if I'm crying, stop boy, stop whining, why you acting like that? Uh, uh because like they said all these things, I became self conscious about it or mm-hmm. whatever. So when anybody tried me, anybody talk and I was poor as hell. So anybody talk about me, your mama jokes, I was never the kid that fried. Mm-hmm. I'm the kid that I beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was me. Joke me and, if and you want, boy. Because that toxic masculinity toxic masculinity was then developed. Every mm-hmm. time you try me, now I have to assert my manhood over you. And the only way I knew to do that is through violence, is through breaking down your character and things like that. But all these like are different things that I learned within the household. Then in terms of the social norms too, in terms of like, you know, um, male locker room talk and all that other type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Toxic relationships, it's it's inevitable. Like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see it everywhere you go. You're gonna um embody some of the qualities. Those are just, uh, that's just the where we live in today. The best thing we can do is, you know, try to sit and analyze it and find out the, the root cause of it. Because a lot of times when you talk about cycles and things like that, people continue to do the cycle. I just, it's this person, right? This person I'm dealing with, they like this. I right, boom, I'm done with this person. Now I'm on to this person. Boy, this person is just like this person. Mm-hmm. And who I have to try, I'm going to try. Oh, now I'm done with this person. Now I'm in this four, fifth, sixth relationship, and all these characters are the same. It's not because, yes, those individual people are those people, but at the same time, you're attracting all those individual people because you have some unhealed wound or unhealed trauma that you haven't dealt with inside of you. So now those are the things you're attracting. But uh, she used to always say, the lesson going Peter itself to lesson learned mm-hmm. so even as a kid I always um always thought that if I find myself in the same situation over and over again clearly it's something, something that i'm this, missing mm-hmm. it's a lesson in this it's right. something connecting in life so when I see um patterns of my toxic behaviors or patterns of other people that's the only thing I think about so mm-hmm. and that's what kind of helped me like try to abstain from toxic relationships facts but the older you get the more you know, you develop unhealthy traits. Like I was never a jealous person until some bullshit that happened with somebody I was dealing with. I ain't about I ain't have a hint of jealousy. Then that bullshit happened. You got me going through motherfucking <laughs> shit. I'm. I ain't never, been, I like never this. been like this.
0: But that's another check to be like, this is toxic because I'm acting like I how I don't act. That was another thing for me. I was just saying like I'm not an aggressive person. I'm not. I, know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm not an aggressive person I'm not a disrespectful person I'm not disrespectful unless I feel disrespected or threatened if I don't feel safe in my body or in in the uh, environment that I'm in and I feel like you're disrespecting me the Chicago does come out of me I feel like I have to stand up for myself so if I feel like I'm in a relationship with somebody and I gotta get disrespectful I gotta start saying like man shut the fuck up who the fuck you think you talking to? Like, if I got to start talking like that... Yeah, what? 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 Bro, what, I just, what?
1: That's just wild to me because, like, I'm a person like... A woman tell me, I'm gonna leave. Like, I don't do... Like, in a relationship... You see, I talk shit to you all day. Right, but yeah. In a relationship, I'm no conflict. I don't like... I can... Conversate About anything mm-hmm. I'm not finna argue With you I'm not finna yell Cause that's the Environment I grew up In my old Like that's all we did At this Like yell Scream mm-hmm. It was nothing But conflict So I'm like And I got an anger Problem too But I do a I I do a lot of Intentional inner work To like control my shit mm-hmm. So if I, if I come to the Point of yelling Raising my voice Makes me angry Unless yeah. I'm speaking About something I'm passionate about But Same. if I'm arguing With you And I'm raising my voice I'm angry And I'm feeling yeah.
0: spaz yeah.
1: So if you come to me Tweaking it's like I'm just gonna look at you Like can we talk about this later?
0: Right. Tom. can we talk about like, this later? You
1: need some like not trying to invalidate your feelings and everything, but like I gotta respect what I met too. Right. And that was one my other relationship at that time, they get to the tweak and it's like, I'm finna leave. But now, now it's a trauma response because they have abandonment issues.
0: Communication should be the standing factor or anything. If you have abandonment issues, well,
1: but that person we can be remember.
0: like I said. Can we um, talk about this later? All right. We come back in 20 minutes. Okay, well, that made me feel like when you walked away, it made me feel bad because I have bedroom issues. Okay, I understand that. But I had to walk away because um, in that moment, I felt like I would have said something I didn't mean. All right, cool. Well, how do we solve this? That is how a healthy relationship works. But because people are so used to toxic relationships, that stuff doesn't happen. Cursing, disrespecting stuff, getting thrown is normalized and and it, and it shouldn't. It. So whenever you find yourself getting out of your body, feeling like you have to be disrespectful because your partner is disrespectful, I'm just letting you know. You don't have to do that.
1: Not at all. Please at do all. not stop it.
0: And also I wanna stop note that for every woman who thinks being in a toxic relationship is lit. <laughs>
1: They be like that toxic dick, different.
0: That toxic (laughs) dick is different, and I just be like, oh, baby, wait till you wait till you get some healthy dick. Wait till you, but wait till you start dating. Wait till you start building that self love, and you begin to date. A person who actually values you, who actually is building towards a healthy foundation and relationship, who holds themselves accountable, who doesn't yell at you, who you don't have to walk on eggshells with, who listens to you and respects you just because you're a person and you're born with worth. Not because, oh, you did something for me. I'm going to reward you. Here's some breadcrumbs. Here. Oh, you did that? Here you go. No, baby. Trust me. You think toxic? People do
1: love on barter systems. It's like, I love you based off um, on what you trade for me. Like, yeah, exactly. And it was, no, I ain't going to say that. No, I'll say that. Um, It's even one of the um, relationships it's like, I realized why I love that person in that relationship so much uh, was basically because that person gave me a lot of nourishing that I didn't get from my OG. Mm-hmm. So it really wasn't of the content of the characters. It's just the fact that all I found is somebody who was willing to pour all into me, right? Mm-hmm. Then give me their all and like, you know, because uh, I'm a mom's boy, one of my love languages is acts of service and like do all these other things like that. So that's what kept me within the relationship, not really... Analyzing a um, person's character, where we mesh at or where we don't mesh at, and all the conflicts and things like that. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, the person's crazy, but at least like I know they one hundred percent into yeah, me. Yeah, that's yeah. Even though that hundred spins kind of be extra at times, but it's like, hey, at least I got somebody that loves me this much mm-hmm. to spaz. That's like how that. That's the way a red of flag. From. The moment you
0: start saying, "Well, at least, well, at least," facts, and now you. Now you are bringing that into your life, at least. That's what you're getting, at least. Man, baby, Ooh. you deserve more, 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 more everything. Don't you study. should have like
1: the Mario theme.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. Okay, so now, ways we can break these patterns. So, or break ways we can unlearn staying in toxic relationships, whether it's with your family or with friends or in relationships. And one of them to me is unlearning patterns. When you start telling yourself or you start to recognize like, why do I keep attracting the same type of people? You have to start, is it codependency? Are you relying too much on this person and not being able to depend on yourself for things? Are you attracting the same type of disrespectful people, people who disrespect you, who put you on a pedestal, and then when you don't exceed their expectations, they ghost you? Or they, you know what I'm saying? You have to start realizing that. Okay, this person always, I can't tell you how many stories I've heard from women who told me, like, this man ghosted me. This is the, you know, I've had all these men ghost me. And it's like, you have to start asking yourself. What is being said before this is happening? What is going on before this happens? Start, and like you said, start analyzing yourself. It's so important to understand yourself and get to know yourself because at the end of the day, the more you know yourself, the more you can say yes or no to whatever is coming into your life. Oh, that don't align with what I want. Next, oh, this guy, he talks so much about himself. I said that when I wrote what I value in a man, he needs to be open-minded. He needs to be a listener and just it has to be a a balance of give and take. He's just he's just taking, 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 taking. So unlearning patterns, also holding yourself accountable. Accountability to me is like the easiest way to grow.
1: Facts. Hold on. Before this the first step is always recognize the pattern
0: recognize the patterns analyze yeah. the patterns yeah, yeah.
1: but like if you don't break it down into context it's like chapter one recognize the patterns recognize the patterns
0: <laughs> and do something about it because right. you can look at it and be like oh damn, damn. that's crazy i'm <laughs> still <laughs> <laughs> <that shit> Yeah, <laughs> that shit crazy all right we back yeah, you know so yeah recognizing it and then unlearning it telling so yourself okay, demon, okay. valid point recognize it and do something about it second thing to me is like i said accountability Accountability is the easiest way to grow. It's hard for a lot of us when we feel like we've been mistreated so long that we got to be right. Or some of us just think we we know-it-alls and we don't want to hear anybody telling us we did anything wrong because we feel like like they're criticizing us. But it's not trying to say that everything that somebody says about you is right or correct. It's always a learning opportunity to sit back and self-reflect and just be like, okay. Not too much.
1: Cause then you could go into a trap but, like just enough. Because just you can't enough. reflect on air hey, bullshit. Or no, like, no, 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 no. I'm just saying like stuff that
0: that matters. Well, do you have any um ways to get out of toxic relationships?
1: Um
0: unlearn breaking patterns, uh, holding yourself accountable, building self-love. for, for me, how I um
1: uh, see, it's hard for me because I'm I'm gonna keep it all the way one thousand. Like I'm a um uh, how can I say? I like giving chances. I'm a underst- I'm too understanding.
0: Okay, but do you hear yourself?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I'm I'm, I'm this is me holding myself accountable. Like this is like the toxic trait that I'm talking about. So that's why I said it's hard for me to give like full advice on that because these are something that I'm still actively working on.
0: Okay. But you're saying you, you a way to get out of toxic relationships is to give chances? Nah, bro. So what do you say? You missed the
1: first part. I said I say it's hard for me to say that because I still give so much understanding and things like that.
0: Okay, what would you say to your nieces? What would you say to your friends that you want to see prosper and flourish in healthy relationships? Uh, little uh, Jared, if you was to, <laughs> if you, <laughs> Lil, <laughs> Lil Jared! Jared, come here, Jared.
1: <laughs> nah, you funny.
0: <laughs> if little uh, Jared was right here and you was and you got a chance to tell him like. To to give him a head start in healthy relationships, so he doesn't end up in a toxic relationship. What would you say? You gotta secure
1: yourself first. At the end of the day, if you're not secure with self, if you haven't deal, I feel like before you get into like a real like relationship, you have to deal with a lot of your issues first. Mm-hmm. You have to like have that root of self examination. You have to come to terms with who you are and the things that uh you things that you've done and things that you portray and like what you actually want out of a relationship and why you want these things
0: mm-hmm. right because
1: a lot of times people want things in a relationship just because it's either like a trendy type of thing right. or because it's like something that they really neglect but like in a healthy perspective like what do you want and why right like i want a man to take care of me. why do you want like why do you want that like mm-hmm. what did that stem from not saying women shouldn't want that but like or men shouldn't want that because mm-hmm. You know, one woman wants a man to take care of him. A man can want a woman to take care of him. It's like, it depends on the person, right? But it's like, why do you want that, though? Understand the why mm-hmm. to have that, actually, because it, it stems from something, right? So whether it's gender norm society things, or your mama just been taking care of it, like, it stems from something. Mm-hmm. So you need to understand what it stems from to analyze that first to see. So the, base. Learn yeah, the, the base. Yeah, the basis,
0: uh, The basis of
1: your of who you fundamental are. personality. Mm-hmm. Who you are and why you are. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Like, if you don't know who you are, or you don't know why you became the person you are. If you're not connected with yourself, or you don't even have uh, a passion. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like a lot of people should get in a relationship until they connect it to, like, their purpose.
0: I, I like that. I like that. I I, I second that.
1: Yeah, because I feel like a lot of times, because, put it like this, I got into my relationship. Right? And... This was I got into my relationship on a cuff of me getting out like my toxic phase in terms of all that street shit and that thing. Mm-hmm. And then that's me trying to re you know reinvent myself and reinvent my life. Then I got into a relationship. Then as I grew as a person in my relationship, the relationship started to like get strenuous, right? Mm-hmm. So, so they had their things and now I'm starting to develop my own things, but I'm still because her stuff started first. Everything was her fault. I know it was fucked up. <laughs> but by here, everything was her fault because then her started first. And then as I grow older, it's like, damn, I started to really connect with who I am as a person. I'm starting really to um solidify my principles and my values and my morals in this world. Mm-hmm. And once I tried to solidify that identity, even with all the other stuff that was going on, it's like now I see that our relationship was not going to work. Mm-hmm. right and then you know i called i called it off at the same time because as soon as i called it off after six months of me basically like holding and doing whatever the fuck i want to do because that's the way i cope as a man right because technically i'm still healthy at this point well we all still unhealthy but i'm still doing all these type of things then i try to get back into it right because now um i'm fiending over the uh the nourishing that i don't have anymore yeah sex and all this attention is cool but what i really crave for was that nourishing so now, even though I broke it off because I was solidify stuff, but now I'm going back on who I wanted to be because of the things that I like now instead of really fully connected with myself. Mm-hmm. So it's a forever ongoing process. But I would tell Lil Jared, Lil Bobo, Lil Bobo, with all the little folks, uh, just to connect with yourself, understand who you are and why you are.
0: Period. Period. Pooh. So, what would you say? Period. Pooh. Period. No, I don't say poo. I just say period. Period. So, for all my people out there, if you are currently in a relationship and you're just thinking like, you're crying in the bathroom, you thinking like, why is this person always belittling me? Why is this person always down talking me, cursing me out, calling me a B? Um, and just complete disrespect. I'm letting you know this right now. Men and women, you deserve everything and more. You deserve to feel confident and secure within yourself and you deserve a person who is also confident and secure within themselves and who loves you and values you and you guys can build together health in a healthy way like it's lit i'm telling y'all it is lit don't let social media fool you (laughs) toxic relation social media will have you thinking like oh toxic i'm toxic and ha -ha ha 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 in reality at the end of the day it's just not funny Being with somebody should feel easy. It should feel easy to be happy. It should feel easy to communicate. It should not be hard work. You have challenges, but I don't think it's hard work. Like you shouldn't be drained at the end of the day. Like, oh my god, like God, this relationship is hard work. Like, no,
1: I don't know. I think it. I think it's. I think it should be strenuous work. Where like you know, it's talks about it is all work. Like, I don't think it's hard work. I think. See, I'm not saying it's. It's like hard work. As like. It's like, like working at the fucking steel mill, like, hard work. But, like, you have to put work into it. You have to, like, bust your ass to make a relationship work. You have
0: to bust your ass. This is what I'm saying. Like, Listen, society huh, me, programs the thing. Let,
1: me finish, us my, to let think- me finish my thought. All right? I'm saying, like, to understand a person, it's not easy. Like, lo- relationship is just not the foundation of love. All right, as soon as y'all love each other, that's enough. No. Hard work is intentionally understanding a person. That's hard as fuck to do. To understand why a person become they are, and all this and accept all these like little quirks about them. Like you have to be attention about that. I gotta learn how to talk to you when your moves are happening and things like that. Like let's that's, look at the
0: definition of hard. Oh my god! Because I just don't think
1: that's easy to do.
0: A cha- it's but a is challenge that is Different from being challenge
1: hard. Challenge hard potato potato. <laughs>
0: ain't no Trump potato, Biden. potato. No, so look. Hard says, done with a great deal of force or strength. You don't have to force a healthy relationship. You got to
1: be strong, though. Force or strength. Not in strength, or.
0: Okay. I'm just going to say, this is from (laughs) my experience. I'm just saying that from what I've experienced, it is not hard. Because the moment you tell yourself and make a choice, and that's the thing. Life is about choices, so you have to choose that you want more and better for yourself. So if you decide, like, actually, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool with chilling and not getting to know myself. I'm cool with not doing all that, not growing. That's your decision. You you deal with the results. But if you choose that, you know what, I want to become a better person. I want to bring better things into my life. And in order for me to do that, I have to be intentional with myself. The wor- the hard work is with yourself, Motherfucker, it's still hard work. it's not with a, another person, I don't think. I think it, it only because Hard work hard. is not
1: a negative term, bro. Look, I'm gonna say, I didn't I'm say gonna it up, was negative But you're treating it like it's negative by saying I'm treating it like
0: it is.
1: You're treating... in my perspective. You're treating it like it's negative by saying relationship isn't a hard work. I mean, I'm not going to use this as an example, right?
0: You see, we could argue about this all day. we well, not just because I said from my experience. No, but I'm not. Your experience could be different because right. you doing diff- you Your journey is different from mine, so yeah, it may be harder for you because you may experience completely different things. Than I'm, I'm not. I'm
1: not. I'm not necessarily challenging you in in this thing. Like, I feel challenged. Okay. Okay, but I, I, I'm not really challenging you. I just want to give I'm your triggered. viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Duality. Why are you triggered? I'm
0: triggered G, because it's like I'm not trying
1: to minimize what you're saying.
0: Yeah, that's what I felt like. I felt like yeah, that's whenever I'm tr- I feel good about something, it's always somebody with this limiting mindset. Like, no, that's not possible. You it is hard work.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not really we just have a share of different perspectives. Like, Absolutely. I'm not limiting my mind. I'm just sitting here saying that like in my perspective, right? Like I understand respect or respect, but in my perspective, right? Hard work is not something that's negative. It's like if you, you're a content creator, right? You sit, you create content, you make videos, you edit your videos, you shoot your videos, you do all these types of scheduling. All these, that shit is not easy. That That's hard. That's hard work to make yourself a good ambassador for whatever topic you're talking about, right?
0: For other that, people.
1: Yeah, or your work or your arts or your craft or whatever, but right? it's
0: not hard for me. Okay. I was born into it. God gave me these gifts. Okay, you're right. So it's kind, it flows. It come easy to me. Somebody else who wasn't born with that gift, it may be hard because that's not their gift. Uh,
1: okay. when well, we're not going to use you. but just to <laughs> Okay, do, we're not going to use you. You're not, mm-hmm. But just for sake of argument, like putting work into things and then working hard for some things, like that doesn't necessarily mean like you're doing the most and that is negative. Like to me in a relationship, like it's hard work that's for me, like to understand. Because so
0: you're stubborn as fuck. Bro. <laughs> It's going to be hard for you. When somebody is so stubborn that literally they have to go through stuff in order to learn so much stuff, yeah, shit going to be hard. Stop being stubborn. No, free yourself <laughs> from being stubborn.
1: That's your perspective.
0: Okay. This show could be called Perspectives. That's my show. Oh, really? Really?
1: Nah, Perspective Tuesday, remember? The house, <laughs>
0: Perspective Tuesday. Okay, well, we're going to wrap this up, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to Bella Talks. We're going to be coming at you. We're not we. Me and... Uh, uh, I sound crazy as hell, don't I?
1: <laughs> Fuck you, too. Then. We, not me. <laughs> <So we're> not <laughs> we. He ain't having his ass back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we're going to have him back. Because, you know, as y'all can see, is a very intelligent black man. He has... I I'm like... Sorry. I love Jared because, like... He is himself, no matter what. He's gonna say how he feel. He don't care who in the room. He don't care. Like he, I look up to Jared because he has stayed true to himself. He hasn't morphed himself to be anybody else. He has his own perspective. Perspective Tuesdays. <laughs> he may bring that back. Check it out. His Instagram. What's your Instagram? Um,
1: Big Facts.
0: Big Facts is B I I G, right? Shit, I don't even. He spell his name like he's still on MySpace. B I I G F A C T Z facts
1: what the fuck i think it's I'm not fine. i'm gonna just go to the receipts. you
0: like the dude let me get a. Uh...
1: i don't be no i'm not a social media person
0: okay well while he's doing that I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in we'll come back every um two weeks with an episode make sure y'all follow me red bella ninja red the color red bella B L A ninja and then follow you at what
1: big facts b double r g facts with a z there you
0: go. immature All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Much Red love. Red Ninja is mature? Yeah, because I'm incognito.
1: Boy, yeah. get so goofy. That's out of here.
0: All right. Peace out. Deuces. <laughs>